Do you feel helpless when you keep trying to get back on the fitness and health wagon with little or no success? Exercise does not have to be an all-or-nothing approach to good health. Welcome to You Only Stronger with your host, fitness expert Michael Skog. You'll learn how to make small and larger changes you can apply, no matter what your age or fitness level is. Get ready to take charge of your fitness and glory years. Now, here's Michael Skog. Good morning. Happy Monday. I trust everybody had a good weekend. Um, Mine is actually just starting, and I think I tell you that every time I come on the air on Mondays. Uh, Today, I have a special guest, Dr. Tony Rocklin. Um, I asked asked all of my my followers on Facebook um, over the past week to message me about injuries or issues, pain that you have in certain body parts, and um, if you had a, a diagnosis to go with it or a, or a trauma that caused it, and a lot of you responded. So what I've done is I've compiled a list, and um, we're going to go through as much of it as we can, and now mind you, this is radio, so we can only give you as much as your mind can actually decipher. So if we give you instruction, <laughs> hopefully uh, what we're telling you is is the picture you paint in your head. Um, but if not, th- what we're going to do is we're going to give you um, some YouTube links so you can uh, you can put some some visual to our uh, instruction. Um, I'm excited, excited to bring Tony on here. Uh, he's a great guy, Dr. Rocklin, very smart. One of the few that um, that I that I go to for advice. And I'm not saying that I'm the oracle, but this guy is more of an oracle than me. Anyway, um, so let's get right into our pandiculation. Um, I used this this morning because my legs were talking to me when I got out of bed. They were sore because uh, I had a really tough workout, as did my gym on Saturday. Um, I love it when uh, when the whole when my whole uh, lineup um, gets uh, gets a beating and I get to experience it with them. And that's the case uh, over the weekend. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna address the lower half. Now, we haven't really done that other than just through contraction. So today, we're going to add some movement to that contraction. So I want all of you to stand up, stand up. And that that's not to say we're not going to get our upper body involved, but our upper body is just going to be held in tension. There's going to be no movement there. So now that we're standing up, I want you guys to dig your feet into the ground, starting with your big toe, Grip the ground and roll into the rest of your toes and get your arch active, okay? Now, let's go out in front. Of course, we're going to squeeze our fists because we have to connect the dots, everything in between. So, squeeze your fists, squeeze your uh, your forearms, squeeze your calves, all right? We're working our way up to our, our uh, belly button. We're going to call that our, our landmark or our middle point. And tighten the, the upper back. So, pull your shoulders together. Uh, pull them back, pull your shoulder blades together and let's hold that contraction and work it down into our abs. And of course, you're looking for every muscle in your leg and uh, everything in between. All right. So now we're tense and we're standing tall. Quads are tight. Glutes are tight. Everything is gripping, gripping the ground. And we're going to drop. And as we drop, I want you guys to pull 
with your heels into your squat. And let's go down to about 90 degrees, okay? So here we go. Let's go down. Five count on the way down. We're pulling with our heels for five, four, three, two, one. And now keep tension. We're going to stand up through our toes for five, four, three, two, one. One, and slowly relax from the belly button out. Let the everything relax, and our hands and our feet are the last to go. All right, let's do that one more time. I just want to sink this before we move on. All right, so find your feet. Dig those big toes in, and now the rest of your toes. Shorten your arch. Grip the ground like you're a cat in the carpet. That's an analogy I use every now and then, and I'm going to use it right now. So grip the ground. Squeeze your fists, and let's start connecting dots. Pull the shoulder blades together. Tight chest. Everything is tight. Everything working our way to our landmark, our belly button. And let's pull yourself to the ground with your heels. Pull, 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 pull. That's hamstrings. Five, four, three, two, one. One, we're at the bottom of our squat, and now let's hit up. Five, four, three, two, one, and relax. Slowly let it run out. All right. I sure hope you guys are, are using this stuff, if for nothing else, to just wake up your body, maybe on a day Maybe on a slug day, like a Sunday, where you just didn't do anything all day but sit in a chair and your body is achy and talking to you, but you just don't have the energy or the time to get in a workout. You run through something like that, five reps, takes you three minutes. You'd be surprised at the, uh, the reward you're going to reap from just that small, small effort. All right. Cool. So... Just a quick recap. Last week, um, we talked about debunking diets. Now, I, I blow through this stuff pretty quick because it's, uh, well, it's my language. And I realize that, that um, not all of you speak my language. So what I want to do is I want to uh, reread that, that equation, that BMR equation. I talked about uh, figuring out how many calories you need to sustain life and how many calories you need to, uh, to add to that, uh, that sustain life number, that baseline, according to your activity level. And now I'm going to do it again. So get a pen, get a piece of paper, and write this down. I'll give you a second. All right. There's your second. So women. This is, a, uh, this is an equation with brackets, and I'm going to read it left to right. So 655 plus 4.3 times your weight in pounds. And I want you to put a bracket around 4.3 times your weight in pounds. Plus 4.7 times your height in inches. That's bracketed as well. Minus... 4.7 times your age. And as you guessed, that's bracketed as well. All right, men. 66 plus 6.3 times your weight in pounds. Brackets. Plus 12.9 times your height in inches. Bracketed. 
minus 6.8 times your age. All right, so that's your baseline. You figure that out. Those are the calories you need to sustain life. Now, if you're sedentary, you're gonna, your multiplier is 0. 0.20. So you multiply 0. 0.20 times that, uh, that number um, and you will get what you need total, not just sustainability, but total for the day. And if you're, if you're lightly active, then your multiplier is 0. 0.30. And if you're very active, it's 0. 0.4. All right. So everybody, everybody clear on that? I hope so. Um, all right. Let me just throw in a few quick announcements. Um, May 26th, SCOG System Level 1 Certification. It's a kettlebell certification, but so much more. Um, you get to learn. I'm a theory guy, and um, I love to talk theory. So you're not just going to come and learn how to do some exercises. You're going to learn why you're doing them and how to apply them to uh, to your clients, to your, to your audience. And uh, it's... It's just smart movement. I'm all about smart movement. Um, so that's coming up May 26th. It's a Saturday. It's from 1 to 5. Um, I have five levels of certifications. And I am running level 1 through 4 this year. You'll be able to access the, uh, the schedule on our, on our page, on our Facebook page. Also on our uh, website. So if you're interested, that's what you do. You go and you uh, go to our webpage or our Facebook page and, and find the date that works for you. Um, Virtual SCOG. That is our online streaming workout program. I'm sure you hear the uh, commercials throughout this program about it. Um, I can't tell you enough about it because it it. I, you really need to see it. And um, like I said, I'm going to be adding some more content here shortly. Um, body weight and yoga. That way you don't need equipment to actually do this. You will, uh, you'll be able to have a, a workout wherever you go. And what's cool about it is you can download an app. So you don't need Wi-Fi. You do not need to stream in order to watch these workouts. What? Another thing that's cool is we have a SCOG system DVD. It's the number one selling instructional DVD in the world and has been for several years. Um, it's, a, it's a great DVD. It's five discs. What we did is we took it and we uh, converted it to digital form and it now lives on virtual SCOG. So if for no other reason but to, uh, to subscribe to virtual, that's a good reason because that's a great, great uh, product. So check that out. Um, all right. Send me an email. If you have questions about previous episodes or comments, something that I didn't cover, send me an email and, uh, and I'll read it on air. As, as long as, uh, well, it really doesn't even have to be appropriate. But um, send me an email. I'll give you a shout out and, uh, and, and we'll, talk about, we'll talk about your issue. Next week, can't wait to get to next week, but I'm not going to tell you what next week is. Not yet. I'll tell you at the end of the show. We are uh, coming into our break, and and I know in, in the past episodes I said, I'll see you in 30 seconds, and that's only because I'm getting a 30-second countdown from my engineer on my screen, but really they're three-minute breaks. Uh, I figured I better, I better clear that up. Um, I know today is going to talk to all of you. Talks to me. Injury. We've all been injured. 
And what do we do with those injuries? Do we uh, do nothing, sit around, wait for them to go away? Or do we keep fighting the fight and move around and, and, uh, and do what we're supposed to do? That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to move. We're supposed to, um, we're supposed to uh, tap into our inner healing process. And believe you me, it's there. Well, maybe some of you just don't know how to get to it. Well, our, uh, our guest today is going to help us with that. And guess what? Most of this stuff is done with exercise and movement. I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of exercise when it comes to uh, rehabbing or prehabbing. And, um, and I'm excited to share it with you. All right. So we are heading into our commercial break. And uh, I will see you in three minutes. And get ready to meet. Dr. Rockland. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through virtualskog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualskog.com today. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger. And we're back. Uh, today's topic is how to fight injuries. Um, are you injured? You probably are. Um, maybe you just don't know it, or maybe you get reminders all day long. Um, I am an aging athlete. I can't recall a day where I wake up and I'm pain-free. I feel like I'm chasing something around my body, and um, and it sh- it switches positions from day to day. Um, and I've talked in the past about um, about trading one pain for another, and I'm going to hit it again because this is the truth, folks. Uh, you can either deal with the pain of aging or you can deal with the pain of exercise. And the pain of aging gets you nowhere but closer to the grave, but the pain from exercise gets you closer to, uh, well, performing better, um, being uh, stronger, and um, and just in, and making progress, honestly. Um, I've, uh, you know, I've been, I've been doing stuff all my life. I've, I, I've learned to pare down my activity list as well, based on my, on my, uh, issues. I've had lots of injuries. I, um, met Dr. Tony Rockland, uh, several years ago because I had hip issues and I was, uh, I was looking for a remedy that wasn't necessarily surgical. And um, he put me on a device. Now, I'll, I'll uh, introduce him shortly, but he put me on a device called a hip track. And this was something that gave me great pain relief. Um, but it was inevitable. I needed surgery. So all that did was that just pushed out that inevitability. And, um, and then I saw Tony after my, uh, after my surgery. And, um, and guess what? I'm back to normal. I'm back to being me. So there's no reason to live in pain. You know, fix your problems. Uh, there to walk around and think, well, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll wait until technology changes, and blah blah blah. That's just not smart. Um, get your quality of life back. Handle it. Deal with it right now, and um, and you'll man, you'll be happy you did. I know I am. So now I'm going to uh, toss this to to Dr. Tony Rockland. Uh, welcome, welcome, Tony. All right. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. lots to talk about with uh, that topic alone. Um, let me start by just saying a little bit about myself. Um, so I've been a physical therapist, uh, specializing in orthopedics for 20 years now. Um, I'm a partner in a company called Therapeutic Associates. And we have about 80, 85 clinics in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and California. And uh, my clinic is in downtown Portland, Oregon. And I also, and that's how we had met early on, and then I had also started a company called MedRock. And MedRock is a company that, well, for about eight years now, we, you know, being in the trenches of physical therapy, we'd always see people that, well, you know, how can I do this at home? And and what about if I feel like this, what's something I can do at home? Because, you know, the reality is, you know, we have limits on physical therapy and limits on chiropractic and, and treatment. And so people, the consumer has to, they, we, they, we have to do it on our own a lot. And so in the trenches, I would see people that would want these products. I thought, you know, I'm going to start a company that 
designs these products, manufactures these products so people can actually do it at home. So my job as a physical therapist really has been to try to get myself fired as fast as possible and empower people to do it on their own. And so I started a company, MedRock, that we uh, make these products. And so that's what I've been doing for the last uh, 20 years as a physical therapist and the last eight years as an entrepreneur. Very good. So when you say to get fired as quick as possible, what you're telling us is that you want people to get well quickly so they don't have to come see you anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it's all about is, is when people come in, and they come in at all different levels. Some people come in... You know, some people, frankly, are embarrassed, like, it's just my big toe. I'm sure people have had amputations and strokes and whatnot. But the reality is, is if, if there's something in your body that's stopping you from the things that you love, from spending time with your grandchildren, from playing tennis, from taking a walk, I, I, we don't care if it's a, a pinky toe or a, 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 you know, it doesn't matter. You, you, you have to do something about that. So when people come in, we really do a thorough evaluation on, okay, first of all, what's going on with them? What's, what's holding them up? And then what, talk about their lifestyle. What do they need to get back to? And then after we evaluate them, we design a program. And sometimes that program requires some hands-on treatment. Sometimes it requires um, no hands-on treatment and just uh, instruction, specific movement patterns, exercise, you name it, to get them back to where they want to be. And so in that way, I hope that I can get them away from me as fast as possible because that means they'd come in as a, in, in, a, in kind of like a, a dependent state and they leave in an independent state if I do my job correctly because I've taught them how to help take care of themselves and promote that, that you know, t- towards their goals. And, uh, you know, and we joke about it to try to get fired as quickly as possible. But at that point, we have a relationship. And then they, I'm an email away or click away where they have a question. They don't have to wait four weeks to get in to see the physician, which sometimes leads to here's a prescription for another six weeks and that didn't help. And so, now we have a relationship so they can come in with any questions and, and fire away. So, yeah, we try to get, uh, we try to get uh, empower them as quickly as possible so they get to a point where they, frankly, don't need us anymore. That's, that's excellent. In fact, um, when you are done with a patient, um, you send them out into the wild. And now it's up to them to, uh, to actually further their maintenance program. And that's where I come in. Um, now mm-hmm. you've been you've been coming to my gym for a little while now, and um, it, I know that uh, we've had conversation in the past uh, about kettlebell. Um, can you uh, can you tell our audience how you feel as a a, a health practitioner? Um, what do you what do you feel about kettlebell? What kind of benefit do you think kettlebell brings yeah. to uh, to your user? Yeah, you know that's. That's a, a great topic of conversation as well because, you know, in the clinic, we, we see people and, and, again, they have all sorts of goals. And, and at the end of the day, they just want to improve their movement patterns. They just want to be able to squat to get that thing or they want to be able to reach to get to that thing. And they want to be able to play that sport or, you know, like I said, spend time with their family and, and just enjoy things. And so those are full body functional movements. And so we see people come to the clinic and, you know, and sometimes they've been in pain for 20 years or five years, you know, these layers of patterns. And so once we break through that and, you know, we get them moving and the way I look at it is we kind of break it down into three levels uh, in rehab. You can kind of more or less break into three levels where we want to sort of isolate the situation, the problem, the, the joint, the muscle group. We want to activate it. And once you activate it, then you want to integrate it, right? You can't just lie down and do like straight leg raises 
you know, Jane Fonda stuff or your knee pain. You, that's not how we use our knees as humans. We need to get out and go up and down the stairs and run and twist and cross the street and you name it, right? So, so we want to integrate that in the full functional movements. And so when I see people in the clinic, you know, I can't, I have limits, you know, it's expensive. They can only see me for so long. Insurance will usually cover it 80, 90, 100%, but it still adds up to the insurance company and, and to the healthcare system. And so I need to, when I get them, I try to get them to that 80 to 100% better, and they're really happy, and they're, they're going to go on their own, they're empowered. But if I can get them into a program where now they can use what they've learned, and so I can refer them to a place like your gym, and there's some other gyms that we work with where we can just um, get them back into that full integration, that full functional movement patterns. And so when I came to your gym, and, and you know, again, I'm an aging athlete too. I'll be 47 this year. I played basketball at Oregon State. I know how to play in pain. I know about injuries. You can't be, you can't play, you know, high level basketball without playing through pain. And so when I, you know, I send people to your gym and I come to your gym and I was just really impressed that it, it's fun because you get to do um, proper warm up. You get to learn from head to toe. You're doing, you know, what I liked as an athlete was, come on, I need to feel some good pain. I'm, I don't want to go for a walk. You know, I want to feel, I want to work out. And so I'm in control at, at, with the kettlebell system because I can do full body explosive movements. I can do uh, classical strengthening. I can do, uh, I can um, uh, specify to my low back, my neck, my knees, my ankles. So I just like, I just don't have hours and hours. I have two young kids now that are eight and five. So I can't sit there for two hours in the gym anymore, you know, like my former meathead self and just work out. So I got to get in, get out 30, 45, 60 minutes. And so what I love is I can send people to your gym. I can come to your gym. And I know that my full body for my nervous system, uh, musculoskeletal system, I'm going to get worked out. And it's as if I just went for a 30 minute jog, you know, to, to lose weight or to do cardiovascular exercise, your brain doesn't care what gets your heart rate up. It just wants to get your heart rate up to a certain zone, right, to burn fat as a source of energy. So when I'm doing the kettlebell system, I'm not only burning fat in cardiovascular exercise because my heart rate's elevated the whole time, but I'm also getting stronger. I'm getting longer. Um, and, and then it's just fun. You know, you guys make it crazy fun. So that's what I nice. love about it. Yeah, that's a good vote. That's that's a sales pitch. In fact, um, <laughs> I've had so many injuries in my past. I've had three ACLs, an MCL, two meniscectomies. I've rehabbed my knees and actually gotten back out there because of of kettlebell. And and I I, I tell people that uh, kettlebell is a great prehab exercise if you have knee issues. And I was back on the mountain snowboarding in three months after all of my ACL surgeries. And that's just not something that that's not common. So um, I've have a, I have a real magic bullet uh, with my my focus, my fitness focus, and that is kettlebell, and it's it's something that I share with just about everybody that'll listen to me. <laughs> um, we have one minute, Tony, and we are heading into our our next commercial break, and then we have two segments to follow, and we're going to dive deeper. We're going to talk about these injuries, and then we're going to talk about your products because I'm really excited about it. In fact, um, Tony gave me a bunch of foam rollers, some minis. And I've been using them since he dropped them off at the gym. And so have the members. And they're really excited about them. And, and myofascial rolling is, is something that belongs in everybody's routine. It will really, it'll, it'll extend your shelf life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And uh, so, so um, before we, we go down that path, which is going to be a, a long path, uh, we're going to head into our next commercial. And uh, we are there right now. See you guys soon. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through VirtualSkog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Fire can destroy your home, your business, and your life in seconds. On Speaking of Fire with co-hosts Mike Schlattman and Donna Ingram, we investigate fire, the origin and causes, and provide important information to prevent accidental fires and save your life, loved ones, and your property. We speak to experts about technology, investigative research, and insurance issues with regard to fire. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger. And we're back, and we are on the on the phone with Dr. Tony Rockland. Um, we're going to cover some uh, some of that list that uh, that listeners sent in. First one, plantar fasciitis, and the reason I'm starting there, Tony, is because I suffer from that myself. What do you tell us? Um, what should we do about plantar fasciitis? Yeah, that's a big topic because that, okay. there's not one person I don't think I've talked to in the clinic or socially or just friends that, that doesn't know what that is. And uh, where, where it starts is actually the, just the correct diagnosis. There's plantar fasciitis and there's plantar fasciosis. And there's tendonitis and there's tendinosis. And I think it would be great. There's, there's some things that we can list um, on your site later that kind of just talks about the differences between that. And it's really critical because... You know, I know it's on the radio, so you can't see my hands, but you, if you were here in the room, you'd see me actually doing this with my hands right now. But, you know, tendons are, have these uh, fibers that you can imagine they are all in a parallel alignment. It's like, think about spaghetti that you buy in the store. If you, whether it's a box or a bag, 
all the spaghetti noodles are lined up and you can actually shake the bag and they all move freely, right? Now imagine taking uh, spaghetti and cook it, dump out the water and leave it out all night, stick a fork in that and, t- and show me if you can move all those noodles independently. No, it's one big disorganized club of, of random, you know, noodles that are all stuck together, right? That's, that's really what tendinosis is. Tendinitis is when, if you can imagine some of those, uh, before you cook them, those spaghetti noodles that have kind of broken, like the whole pack isn't broken, right? That would be a bad thing. That, that would be like a, a rupture. But when some of them are broken, that's like tendinitis. And so when people get plant, you know, a tendinitis or a, or a fasciitis, we have to see how long have they had that? What's their history? So if someone comes to me and they say, well, I've never had it before. I, I just started feeling foot pain three weeks ago. We know that's fasciitis. And we know that will respond to some of the more traditional or historical things that we'll get to in here in a second. But if they come to me and say, well, I've had it. it it's there for like six months and then it goes away for a year and then it's back for six months. It comes and goes. If they've had it for more than three or four months, now we know they have osis and not the itis. And that has to be treated a lot differently, like way differently. It has a, it, uh, it's like the tendon has changed or morphed. It's degenerated into this less blood supply, fibrous, you know, think about the spaghetti left out all night. So if you just try to, you know, take a, you know, so let's go back to the itis. It, you know, that we grew up like, okay, ice it, um, try to stretch something or try to get something moving. That's what you, what we grew up with, right? And oftentimes if you just have a tendonitis, you know, you can uh, make sure, what are you doing that got you there? Were you wearing the wrong shoes? Did you overtrain? I went from jogging two miles to jogging 30 miles, right? I mean, there's some obvious overtraining errors that once you fix those, it'll calm back down and you're fine, right? But assuming that there's no training errors, you got the right shoes and, and you still, sometimes stuff happens where you just get hurt and you don't know why. You know, you want to actually protect it. You want to um, cool it down because it's acutely inflamed. A true fasciitis or tendonitis is acutely inflamed, and you want to calm that back down. And then you sort of, uh, for, for a fasciitis, you need to make sure that you have the correct shoes. I mean, we can't really assume that because a lot of times people don't understand that when you get, need eyeglasses, you go to the optometrist or ophthalmologist, and you get, you know, evaluated for proper eyeglasses. So it doesn't matter if you buy a $10,000 pair of eyeglasses. If it's not your prescription, it's, it's not going to help. You're still going to get dizziness, headaches, nausea, whatever the case may be, right? Well, think about for our feet, shoes are eyeglasses for our feet. And we all have different kinds of feet. And we need to be uh, specifically evaluated to make sure we're training in the right footwear. And uh, if you don't, you get dizziness, headaches, and nausea of the feet, which is like, plantar fasciitis or fasciosis, tendonitis of Achilles, tendinosis, that kind of stuff. So it really starts when your foot hits the ground. It, it really, and not only does it, are the shoes important for, you know, your foot feeling better, but that's what uh, basically dictates the stresses up to your knee, your hip, and your lower back as well. Right. A lot of people, right. and a lot of people ask about orthotics and stuff too, right? Some people need orthotics. We really want to train people to build the intrinsic foot uh, uh, strength and endurance of their feet. A lot of people have lazy feet, right? Because we've been in these shoes for how many years? It's like sitting at the desk and our, our necks and backs get lazy, right? So we need to make sure our feet get vibrant and vigorous again by doing, so we teach them these little foot exercises in the morning and they can also roll it out with golf balls and foam rollers and things like that. So if you ice it and uh, when it's in pain, get it warmed up in the morning with a hot shower and, and roll it out calf muscle stretching. Then we do what's called eccentric calf strengthening, which I'm sure you can listen to videos on that. But essentially for tendonitis, you want to do that. But quickly, okay. I'll talk about uh, fasciosis. 
fasciosis okay. is a whole other thing. Because it's disorganized, we actually have to break that up. So you actually have to injure that tissue. So we use a tool, tools called ASTEM, Grafton, um, just instrument assisted, where we go in there and you have to really educate people because you have to go in there and break up that crappy tissue and then show it how to properly line up the second time around back to that pre-cooked spaghetti. And so we use these tools to get in there and, and some people take ticklish, other people it hurts, but you have to get in there and break it up and create a reaction for the human body to go back in there and heal it. Because if they've had it for 10 or 15 years, ultrasound and massaging with your hands is not going to fix that. Right, right. So let's move up the chain, knees, knee pain. I, I hear about knee pain all the time and I tell people, roll, roll your, uh, your, your fascia. What do you say to that? Yeah, same thing. I mean, we have so many soft tissue structures that are connected to our knee. And uh, uh, what I always show people in the clinic is, is a lot of people come with knee pain, but it's actually, it's knee pain, but it's a foot hip problem. And so if you were holding the pencil right in front of you and you grab the bottom, the lead is, and you grab the top where the eraser is, and you started to move that side to side, you're potentially going to say, well, why would you do that? It's going to break down in the middle of the pencil. Exactly. And you're not even touching the middle. How can you break down the middle of that pencil if you're not touching the middle of that pencil? And that's what our knees are. Our knees are the middle of this long stem. And when, the, when you know, going back to the shoe story, you know, having the right shoes and whatnot for your feet and the right foot strength. And then when you go up to the hip, so these muscles and soft tissues go all the way down from our, you know, mom was right. Hip bones connected to the thigh bone, thigh bones connected to that, whatever. So, so you need to make sure that all the tissues that connect and go over that knee are performing at optimal levels. And so, you know, one thing that people learn about is foam rolling and using different uh, tools, if you will, the stick and different softballs and golf balls and whatnot. And Obviously, there's a lot more to healthy knees than just that, but it's a, something people can do at home. It's easy, and, you know, it's a lot like flossing your teeth. I use these dumb analogies, Michael. You know this, and I can't help it, but they make sense to me and a lot of other people. But think about what happens if you don't floss your teeth. If you just brush your teeth, you might be fine. You may not have any cavities. You may be functioning just fine. But then you floss for the first time, and what happens? Well, your gums bleed. Oh, well, bleeding is bad for us. We should stop flossing right away, right? We, we should go to the doctor and call 911. We're bleeding. Well, no, that's not what we do. We actually floss to purposely break down crappy tissue, kind of like the spaghetti analogy. So we break it down, we bleed, and what we actually want to do to stop the bleeding is just consistently keep applying that stress, and then the tissue remodels, and now we don't bleed anymore, and we're even healthier. That's like what foam rolling and using tools on, on the muscles around your knee is. You might feel people like, oh, I've tried that. It hurts too much. You just have to tell them about flossing. And if you do that, like, all right, fine. And then two to three weeks after they've used the foam roller, they're like, I'm glad you pushed me through that because I can't believe how vibrant my legs feel. I just feel so much better. I, it was so sore in the beginning. I was like, heck no, these guys are crazy. I'm not doing that. And so I guess if you just tell people about the flossing analogy, that, that helps push them through uh, a lot. And one of my products that I made, because people in the clinic always say, well, I wish I had I wish I had this intensity for this part of my leg and this intensity because, you know, the, the dreaded IT band, right? Everybody talks about how sensitive the IT band is. But when I do it on my hamstrings, I wish I had something harder, but I don't want to buy a three or four foam rollers. So I went out, I'm like, well, where's the foam roller that has multiple intensities on the same thing? So I can just have one. And I didn't see it. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go make it. So I made a, a product called The Rock that on one side has a less intense and on the other side has a more intense and down the middle there's a combination. And so now people can actually start at a lower level and work up to, and, and let me tell you, the, the lower level is not for the faint of heart, but it's definitely easier. But the hard level, that is 
I like when the pro basketball players come in and they'll say things like, oh, you know, I've tried this before. It's no big deal. And they're like, oh, man. And so they have a way to progress themselves from, from easy up to an intensive, as much as intensity as they, they can handle. So it's definitely really, really important for that flossing analogy. So um, let me just kind of uh, uh, recap what he what he just talked about with his product. Um, these are uh, short foam rollers, and on one side um, it's it's a softer rubber, and on the other side it's a harder rubber. And where they meet in the middle is is the middle ground. And um, so if you're new to new to foam rolling, you're going to want to start off on the softer side, correct, and then eventually work your way to the harder side. And with all of that, um, you also have this tooth that's built in, or this texture built into the roller, so it gets in deeper and, and it gets down and breaks up that ugly tissue correct yeah that's right all right that's what it's all about nice so um hips now we're gonna skip we skipped i just told my engineer we're gonna skip the commercial break and we're we're just gonna keep pushing through so let's talk about hips tony you're a hip you're that's your wheelhouse the hip correct yeah that's right all right so so i I, saw i yeah Uh, go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt I'm sorry. I've been talking for 45 hours, so you just have to cut me off. And so I get really excited about this stuff. Uh, you know, just it's, it's the hips are so important. I, you know, 20 years ago, if you asked me that the hip joint was going to be my specialty, I'd say, that's ridiculous. Who cares about the hip joint? And, and what you find out is it's we're only as good as our glutes. We're only as good as our hips. And sure, the whole body works together, but it's just it really is the center of our core, the center of our orthopedic self. So, um, amen. I started noticing when people would come in and they would have hip pain. And so we would have to, okay, let's find out, is this a, a joint problem or is this like an outside the joint problem? So an example of outside the joint problems, what we all know about are the bursitis, tendonitis, tendinosis, that kind of stuff, right? Inside the joint problems are like, oh, you see you have osteoarthritis and you're going to need a hip replacement maybe someday. Or a big topic that's come out lately, well, lately being since, you know, the 90s, we've kind of figured out how to see these are labral tears and uh, femoral acetabular impingement. I won't go into details about those uh, for, the, for, for this segment, but um, basically hip pain, hip arthritis in particular affects about 37 million Americans. And around the world, I mean, it's just astronomically more than that. And everybody knows somebody that's had a hip replacement or is going to get one. And, and so the big thing with hip replacements are they're not, they're not, you know, the old hip replacements where, okay, as soon as you get this, your life is over. You're just going to have to sit down and watch some Jeopardy and that's it. That's, that's going to be it for you. Nowadays, no, no, no. And, and you're living proof of this and you can share your own experiences. But a hip replacement now is, no, we're doing snowboarding again. We're, we're playing tennis. We're actually just beginning our, our new, better self. It's, it's pretty awesome. But... The caveat is hip replacements will only last 20 to 25 years with today's technology before you have to do it again. And people say, well, no big deal. We'll do it again 20 years. Well, it's not that simple. It's, it's more complicated for the surgeon. There's less bone to work with. It's more expensive. And it's just harder the second time around. So what we always tell people is we want to try to put off that hip replacement as long as possible, but we don't want to put it off so long that you just wasted and you're miserable. So if somebody's, you know, 45, 50 years old, you know, from 50 to 70, these are really important years. I don't want them to be a martyr and go, I can, I can deal with the pain for 20 years and I'll get it at 70. It's like, man, you just, sure, that's going to be great from 70 to 100, but 50 to 70 are some pretty awesome years. So we want to kind of help people with try to push it off as long as you can, as long as your quality of life is there, but don't push it off so long that you're just suffering unnecessarily, right? And right. so that's become my niche is we get these people that, are, well, I don't want to get a hip replacement, but if I don't, I can't exercise. 
And what you preach and what you tell your people is when you don't exercise 30 minutes, your risk for heart disease goes up, all cancers, diabetes, obesity, addiction, depression. It's like we humans need to move. Motion is lotion. So we need to get people moving. And that's, that's what I've made my niche is help people bridge that gap from I've been, I have hip pain and it's, it's incurable. Arthritis is incurable. And so what are we going to do about to bridge that gap to hip replacement and, and that new lease on life? Right on. Well, uh, hip track, let's talk about that. I know I used it. I love it. I have one for the gym. I have one for my house. Um, I'm a huge fan. I, I heard that. <laughs> um, it, uh, so let's talk about hip track. What can that do for people um, who are maybe uh, pre-surgery or post-surgery? Yeah, it's it's been a great thing because, you know, what I was talking about before was at the end of the day, hip arthritis, there is no cure for aging. Osteoarthritis is a normal response to aging. We all, I mean, it's kind of kind of weird to say, but we all just slowly degenerate. And what we want to do is we want to age with grace. We want to set a pace with grace. We want to, we want to maximize and optimize our movement. Well, when you get hip arthritis, it's kind of a bummer because you're like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Why would I go see Tony? Why would I go see a physical therapist? I should just go and get surgery. Well, as we said before, you don't want to get surgery right away. If you can help it, so you want to put that off, right? So, you know, why, but if there's no cure, what are they going to do? Well, what happens when you get osteoarthritis around the hip? is we have this tissue that's not muscle, not ligament. It, it's called the joint capsule. It kind of blends in with the ligaments of the hip. And it's, think of like, a, like the shirt on your body. Um, your shirt has to be big enough for you to reach up and reach behind you and all that. If your shirt was really tight or sewn together in the armpits, you wouldn't be able to reach up. Well, that, that's called frozen shoulder at the hip. It's called frozen hip. Your hip joint capsule gets really tight. The person can't cross their legs to tie their shoes. They can't bend over to pick something up. They can't pick up their child, whatever it is. And so even though there's no cure for the arthritis, we don't actually treat the arthritis. We treat the secondary restrictions like the hip joint capsule, because when that gets tight, your pain increases like a vice grip around your hip. Everything just gets tighter and more painful. So one of the techniques we do in the clinic that every osteopathic physician, chiropractor, physical therapist, athletic trainer, personal trainer, we all know this, is the person lies down and you just pull on their leg. It sounds simple, right? But when they do that, you know, find a family member or friend that has hip arthritis and just say, lie down, pull on your leg, watch their face light up. It just feels so good. And they're like, oh, keep doing that. That's, that's, can you just do that for like 30 minutes? And it's like, well, no, I can't do this for 30 minutes. I got things to do, right? So, but what that does is that starts to stretch out that hip joint capsule and you can fight that tightness and you can improve that mobility. And when you do that, your hip starts to hurt less. You actually start to move more. Now, in the clinic, we do 14 to 16 different hands-on techniques called joint capsule mobilization and manipulation. And so, but, you know, there's no cure for that. So, as the person gets better, we know when we stop doing that, it's going to slowly get worse again. So, I thought, well, shoot, we get people better. They stay better for six months or a year, but then they just come right back. If getting our hands on them to stretch that capsule help them to improve and get more exercise tolerance, right? Because that's what it's, again, about is get them moving so they can keep themselves moving. And so I thought, well, let me, what's, how do we do this at home? So I would have people tie a rope to their leg and put in a pulley system on the door and try to pull on themselves, but it was just too cumbersome. And you'd have a couple of guys do it, but you just couldn't do it forever. So I created a product called the hip track and you can see it. It's easier to see on when you go to the website at hiptrack.com. Um, and that's H I P T R A C. And when you go to that, you'll see what I'm talking about. And it basically is a way that people at home without anybody's help, they can do this technique to themselves and they can do it on their bed or on the floor. 
and it lowers your medication usage. So you don't have to take those dangerous narcotics and NSAIDs like ibuprofen. You can uh, get moving. Basically, you just take matters in your own hands. It just it decompresses the hip joint. We also have, recently we had a, a pro basketball player that played the Boston Celtics and uh, plays overseas as well. He, used it, he got it. I talked to him, and, he, and I said, well, what kind of hip problems? I don't have any hip problems. I just use it because I'm so sore and tight from just normal basketball and playing day in and day out. I use it at the end of my practice and games because it just relaxes my lower back and my hip. So now yeah. we see people that are CrossFit. Um, it, it's crossing all lines, people that have arthritis, but also people that don't have arthritis that are super active and want more mobility around their hips. It's been great. Nice. I, w- I want to talk about myself for a second and my hip issue. I didn't know I had a hip issue. I didn't know I had a problem. I thought it was a back problem because that's how my that's how it manifested. I was getting pain in my low back and in my glutes. So I thought, well, I got something going on back there. So for those of you that are dealing with back pain, don't just check that box and say, I've got back pain. Talk to somebody, see somebody about it because it could be, you know, obviously it could be a hip, is- a hip issue, correct? That's exactly right. The most common thing I see is people come with low back pain. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the knee pain being stemming from the foot and hip joint. Back pain, when your hip gets arthritic or gets injured, you can't extend it behind you as if when you're walking. So your body says, well, we need to walk. So it robs some movement from your lower back and then your lower back starts getting irritated to try to cash that check that your hip's not able to cash anymore, that your hip's joints are riding. And so, yeah, we see it with lower back pain all the time. Right, right, right. Compensation patterns, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so, um, uh, so let's say somebody has a bad back um, and they deal with it all the time, but you know they're hypermobile through the lumbar and uh, and they're just very flexible. Would you would you suggest that they uh, explore the 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 hip rather than just putting all their focus on the back? Yeah, you know, people always low back pain, and we grew up thinking you just need to do more sit-ups for your abs, right? The, the stomach muscles are, they'll fix everything. And sure, your abdominal muscles are a very important um, part of your core, but your core is made up of over 10 muscle groups from your hip to your shoulders. And so it's yeah. more than just the abs for your lower back. You've got to make sure that when we, when we, we, have, when we have athletes come into the clinic with pain and we have just regular people like us come into the clinic with pain, when we evaluate them, we're looking for what's not moving and what's moving too much, hypo and hypermobility. So a lot of times people think, oh, I have back pain. I must be out. I must have a vertebrae out. I must have a rib out. I need to manipulate or mobilize that. When in fact, what you're saying is true, more times than not, actually, we need to take that painful lower back and, and calm it down by getting other places moving better. So you go up to the shoulder blade area, the thoracic spine, you go below the low back to the hip joints. If you got, if, if we taught people how to self-mobilize their thoracic spine and how to self-mobilize, you know, um, and that's where pendiculation comes in so well with the thoracic spine and the hip joint. If we could teach people to do that in grade school and middle school, I might be out of a job. So don't tell too many people, but Tell only right. you, but it, 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 your, our lower back could feel so much better if we just went above and below them and got those parts moving better. Nice. So, guys, um, 
We are coming to the end of our segment. I just kind of want to circle back and talk about everything we've been discussing. And one thing I want to touch on is self-diagnosing is a really easy thing to do because we have Google at our fingertips. That um, sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it's the worst thing you can possibly do. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to steer you away from Google and self-diagnosis and and send you into uh, a professional like Tony, somebody who will actually pinpoint what it is that's giving you your pain. Now, Tony gave us some uh, some tips. We're going to um, we're going to put some YouTube links up on uh, the Skog Facebook page. Tony, uh, could uh, could you direct us to where uh, where they can find you as well? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me. Um, uh, my email is trocklin at medrock.com. So T-R-O-C-K-L-I-N at medrock.com. And I'm sure we can list these. We have a YouTube channel uh, called Hip Track, H-I-P-T-R-A-C. And you can find me at Twitter at Dr. Tony Rockman PT. Uh, and the website is hiptrack.com. And so you can, you can go to these uh, sites. And you'll be able to kind of find the other sites and links to the YouTube channel. But we're always putting up self-help uh, videos, how to foam roll, how to use hip track, how to how to use proper mobility around the hips, how to strengthen your glutes, how to improve your functionality and all that stuff. So you'll be able to find it all there. Thank you. Love it. Love it, dude. Nice job. So um, let me just, uh, I want to give a, I want to give a quick shout out to, um, well, no, I don't have time for that. Sorry about that guys. But uh, tune in next week. Next week is a, um, is a hot topic. Um, we are going to talk about living in a gun culture. Now, I know that's out, that seems like it's outside of my nine dots, but it is not because guess what? I'm living in this culture too. And, um, and I'm going to play the middle of the road. So if you have an opinion about that, which we all do, I want to hear it. I don't care if you're a, a, for guns or against guns or, um, or the way we're handling them as a society. I want to know what you think. So next week, living in a gun culture, and I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have a special guest on, maybe two, um, some people that can add real credibility to uh, to this cause. Man, we're we're just all we're looking for we're looking for the the villain in this whole thing, something to place blame on. And that, as a society, that's kind of what we do. We look for that point that we can that we can point our finger at. Um, it's not that easy. There is no magic potion or silver bullet. So let's have an open discussion on this. Um, living in a gun culture. All right. So to uh, recap, had Tony on here, uh, giving us some, some pearls of wisdom. Uh, folks, movement, exercise, that's what this is about. Just because you're in pain doesn't mean you shouldn't be moving uh, see a professional, figure out how to move so you don't further your injured state. But uh, sitting in a chair or lying on your back or just waiting for that injury to pass sometimes can be the absolute worst thing you can do. Wouldn't you agree, Tony? Yeah, you know, when your car breaks down, you can park it in the garage all you want, but as soon as you drive it again, it's still broken and it's probably a little rustier. So, so proper movement, you know, get moving and stay moving. Yeah, perfect. So, hey, thanks for being uh, 
being my guest. And uh, we are coming to the end of our segment. And guys, thanks for tuning in. And we will see you next Monday, Living in a Gun Culture. Until then, be strong. Thank you for listening this week to You Only Stronger. Please join your host and fitness expert, Michael Skog, again next Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to do Michael's assignment this week, and we'd love to hear your feedback on next week's show. 